Hello and welcome. You're about to listen to a conversation I had with Carrie Payton. Carrie is a truly delightful human, someone that's from the sun. Carrie's a combo practitioner, which is a healing modality from South America that's been held by indigenous communities for quite some time. In this healing modality, a practitioner will burn a hole in your skin and then place the poison from a tree frog into the hole. And then pretty quickly you have an intense visceral reaction, often including purging and sometimes even shit in your pants. In this episode, Carrie and I use combo as a launching off point to talk about some really dear topics to my heart. How combo brings you to your knees, really forces you to suffer in the moment so that you let go. And that letting go, you find a strength that you maybe didn't know you had before. We talk about what it means to be a helper and to really be there for others and how life is always trying to heal us, always supporting our growing and awakening. This is part one of a two-parter. In the next episode, Carrie will give me a combo treatment and we'll talk about it. Talk about combo a little more and my experience. And you know, in that experience I had with Carrie, my first real meeting of combo, I can say that it feels like a real healer like a really transformative medicine and I feel changed by it in ways that I didn't expect. So yeah, please enjoy this conversation and take in some of Carrie's sort of luminous, delightful energy. I gotta go because I gotta let my dog in, but enjoy. Bye. when i was like checking in to do this yeah the words that kept coming were like delightful (laughs) (laughs) delightful and combo yeah i love it well like honor delightfulness (laughs) oh so thank you for bringing that already you're welcome thanks for receiving that yeah yeah bringing it um usually like i start with a moment just of silence to attune quiet you down for that sure okay it's just however long you need to kind of yeah cool yeah Yeah, when I was thinking about doing this last night, I was out on the coast, and like the thing I connected to first was like how grateful I am for COVID, because <laughs> I feel like I get to know you a lot more because of that. 
um uh, for like context you're like my one of my closest friends partners mm-hmm. um and i think because like we kind of bubbled up you know that's in unofficially bubbled up (laughs) 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 um bubbling up without a lot of rules um yeah i just really feel like uh uh, so happy to know you Mm. so i'm really grateful you're doing this and like um one of the kind of inspirations i've had for a long time and wanting to like produce things or whatever is there's like so many like beautiful like luminous beings that just like hang out in the background not that you hang out in the background you know but there's like this seems like there's a sort of like a tier of people that are public and then there's like all the rest of us (laughs) 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 so yeah Mm. i just wanted to like maybe uh shine some light on your light and like i had to think of a reason to do that i mean we could just talk you know but like combo seems like a great sort of anchor to a conversation i love that yeah yeah can you start just like the briefest of like what combo is even yeah and and thank you for your kind words and it's in it's super mutual and likewise so that means a lot um so combo uh k-a-m-b-o also known as sapo s-a-p-o is that regional difference there the name yeah yeah and and sapo means toad so really a lot of it is kind of the confluence of spanish and tribal and you know frog toad you know kind of a misnomer oh okay like type of thing species identification stuff yeah yeah, yeah. you know um so so it is from the Philomedusa bicolor frog. It's a tree frog. Um, so Philo means leaf and Medusa means protector. So so it's oh. a tree frog, yeah. which is really cool. So they're actually quite abundant. You know, frogs that are more water dwellers are a little bit, they have more like fish and other water dwelling beings are a predator. So they have some predators, but they're actually quite in abundance. So the tree protectors leaf protectors protectors. don't have a lot of predatory yeah their predators are going to be like snakes so on as their defense mechanism they produce this secretion on the the, their back okay so it's a porous through the skin secretion i I would imagine so yeah toads that you have to squeeze out totally (laughs) yeah so so it happens on their back and so the idea of that is that if a snake were to attempt eating it it would secrete this uh this product and it would immobilize it would it would defend itself from the snake Mm-hmm. So that is what combo is. So how does it go from being like a uh, adaptive protection from snakes to like a, a healing medicine? Well, that's not that you know the like total sure. history of combo, but I mean. Yeah. Like off the cuff, I'd be like, well, that's magic, <laughs> you know, but so, so in that is, is it's enriched with, it has all a multitude of peptides. Okay. So like, I don't even know what a peptide is. So, uh, uh, peptide is a chain of amino acids yeah. up to 25 amino acids. Then beyond that, you have a protein. So proteins are also chains of amino acids. So pro- proteins are just a lot of amino acids and peptides mm-hmm. are like a little less mm-hmm. okay yep yep so and then in those peptides is where 
the experience comes from. That's where that medicine is. So there's, you know, there's a one for pain. There's so many, there's, and, and that's what ends up creating the reactions that one will experience through combo elevated heart rate, sweating, purging, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So like for folks that don't know, like from what I, and I only understand a little bit, like it's a, you put the poison into the skin, like you burn a hole to make a receptor for the poison. And then when it comes on, there is like an intense sort of, um, what would you call it? Like what is it quick? Yeah, it's, 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 a it's definitely an experience, right? So, like you yeah. know, you're having an experience. You it's not like smoking CBD or something where you're no. like, wait, is it? Is that happening or not? Or like aspirin sometimes, right? Like I think it's helping. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I'd I'd say unless something was really uh an outlier, yeah, something like you know something is it. gonna happen. Oh. Yeah. So you do make little um subcutaneous burns. Thank you. Subcutaneous. Subcutaneous. So traditionally, uh in the jungles they'll use a vine to make the burn mark. Oh, yeah. We actually use uh little incense sticks that burn hotter so you don't have to press as hard or as long. Oh, so like a hot incense it's stick. pretty it's like a coal you're using like a little coal and and the burn is actually really quick and pretty painless like the first I'm one's actually like, like a little scared of the burn yeah <laughs> i'll be cur- i mean i used to be too and now i'm just like right like the first one is like oh and then the next one you're like oh okay it's like if somebody were to you know pinch you just a little bit and then again yeah. you're like oh okay whatever it's fine yeah. yeah so like when someone has it they like they know they're in the experience of the medicine pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. So for a first-time client, for a first-time treatment, in the training that I went through, we do an assessment point. Uh-huh. So in your first initial treatment, the basic treatment, we say we, we offer three to seven points, and those are at about an eighth of an inch. So they're pretty small. It's just really the tip of, you know, an, of an incense stick. Uh-huh. So pretty small. So, you know, we, we determine between three and seven points points and then we'll open them all up like I'll place a, a cool paper towel on it so it'll blister and then we want to make sure that the skin is open uh-huh. we'll put the combo on just one of those points and watch and observe how the medicine is affecting you generally there's a reaction within 90 seconds it's a it's a it's a vasodilator so I don't know if you've ever had like like niacin or yeah, something yeah, yeah. so so that's a vasodilator it opens everything up like cayenne's a vasodilator too right or Maybe. am I making that up no. I don't I couldn't confirm nor yeah. deny internet <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does that so it opens everything up you'll be able, you'll probably your you'll feel your heartbeat you'll hear your heartbeat a little bit oh, more okay. audibly like boom boom it'll it'll pick up yeah yeah. So then we'll use that to assess, you know, how to move forward with the points, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. And then, so there's this like, you know, tree frog that protects the leaves. Yeah. That at some point is like discovered, I imagine a long time ago to have like a healing property and maintained for many years by like these different traditions mm-hmm. and it seems like there's like different iterations of the traditions depending where you're at right in south america correct um like how did you find your way into relationship with combo like why why is it in your life and i like when i ask that i'm also curious too like i imagine there's a bit of a healing journey there of like what 
kind of set you forward to um, like want to discover like what you needed to heal like from and, and I mean we've all been through life right so right. we all need to heal yeah what are you talking about <laughs> nothing's happened to me let's give everyone your list of traumas <laughs> I just sort of more curious of like the the journey that it took to um find combo and like what it means to you yeah, thank you. Uh, and to touch back on on the story, I feel like I'll I'll do a little tangent, oh, yeah, on a limb you know me. I love about my about <laughs> yeah the, the folklore story of the origins of combo uh-huh. is uh, and I can't speak to it precisely, but essentially the story is that there was a man, a shaman, I believe, whose tribe was very sick, and he ended up going on a journey essentially into the jungle and really offered his life and became the spirit of the frog medicine. Mm. And so it's it's said, you know, believed like that's its its origin, its folk story origin story. Yeah. Uh, and where combo came from. So So there's like so there's a, a healer within a community and this community is in need. Mm-hmm. And I don't know like a like a heartfelt sort of desperation almost he goes to the jungle and like asks to be helped mm-hmm. and then combo not co- but like some version of this comes to him he, and then he and, became and on in order to be a, a carrier or to offer this healing he had to become like the medicine himself correct yeah yeah kind of as this uh yeah a martyr or an offering of his life and yeah. his love for his people and then that ended up uh, being an effective cure for his community. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's it. Yeah. And you found yourself yeah. towards this cure? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so I found combo. The first time I did combo was probably about five or so years ago. Some friends had done it, and then we all did a ceremony, if you will, a treatment together. Mm-hmm. And, and, and are it, you in the states when this is happening? Correct. Or? Yeah, okay. and combo is totally legal. Yeah. 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 Uh, so um, yeah, so I had a really special experience from combo at that point, and then had subsequent uh, treatments mm-hmm. sessions with combo that were really really special. And um, so arriving upon that was along the lines and and I came to it from you know my pursuit of wealth hellness and holism you know I think that western medicine has some really amazing and awesome applications and also in my in my personal journey and experience I've found so much healing through nature through plants through herbs and uh so combo is uh, you know it's it's nature we are nature <laughs> and uh so I really appreciate um you know, I, I appreciate indigenous wisdom yeah. and it's an honor and humbling to get to participate and facilitate. And to be a, a carrier in some ways now yeah. of this sort of longstanding tradition. Correct. Yeah, it's it's a strong medicine and it has helped 
so many people in really amazing ways and physical, personal, emotional, mental, through addictions, through diseases, you know, and I'm not, you know, I can't say it does that for sure, but yeah, it has Yeah, like a lot people. of these sort of things, right? Like right. Uh, it, there's not a guarantee of what's given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like five years ago, you, you find Combo and like are, I imagine a bit surprised by like what it offered you in some ways. Yeah. Like not that you were like, oh, this thing's fake or anything, but like it stood out enough that you wanted to uh, learn to offer it to others, too. Right. Um, and like at this point in your journey, you're not, it's not like the first thing, right? You like didn't go to like one yoga class and like now I'm going to be a yoga teacher. Like you're, I mean, you already are, were a yoga teacher, <laughs> I imagine, <laughs> and have traveled like the world kind of looking for healing and worked with a bunch of people. So it wasn't like your first uh, doorway into like alternative or even indigenous healing. Correct. What, what stood out to you around Combo, even compared to some of the other... Uh, different like skillful means or ways you were pursuing healing like why did that speak to you yeah uh that's a great question and i mean why did it speak to me that's 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 a question i don't know if that i have that answer but i am pursuing i'm pursuing (laughs) that mystery and i'm grateful for it um so so what's the question again so kind of like like you you had done stuff already it mm-hmm. wasn't new to you like why what a, what about combo stood out to you what stood out to you in yeah. your experience like the flavor of healing or yeah like maybe a, it was like a piece of your healing journey that wasn't acknowledged yet and like you kind of needed like why why does it sort of fit in there for you as having importance kind of with all the other things you've done mm-hmm. in your life you know it's it's a great teacher and I find it to be one of the ways it's a great teacher is that it can be challenging and I had I had a coach once and she would always say you're stronger than you think you are yeah and I think that is something that we've forgotten that we don't remember or realize and I think that that's true at true at so many points and so I think that it invites you to awaken to your strength and in so in such a humble way in such it's so humbling like the 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 impact that the medicine has on you yeah and the way it sort of washes over you and I imagine sort of brings you to your knees yeah exactly and and that's where the strength is you know it's not like I just did that yeah I'm awesome it's like holy shit that was really hard and so I think that the strength comes from the humility of that experience and from willpower from endurance from finding yourself through that you know it's just like doing something that's difficult you must tap in right you must tap in and I appreciate that initiation and that reminder yeah that reminder that if you let go in a way like into the humbling process you can maybe discover a quality of strength that was is forgotten like in the daily struggle yeah yeah exactly there's there's a surrender exactly that was the perfect word and allowing of that uh and you know it's like you can only carry so much when you're going through it so you realize what am I carrying that I don't need 
you know, like, how am I making this more difficult than it needs to be? And, you know, it's, it's, yeah. I, I love that notion you're describing and the way I'm hearing it, please correct me, is um, like a refiner almost, like a, like really clarifying what matters mm-hmm. and like what can be, like what should be let go of even or what's like a burden. Yeah. And kind of pointing to you like, whoa, why are you holding all these eight pieces? Like you just need this one piece. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of like, and you can't carry it all, you know, yeah. like being in agony, you yeah. know, like if you're, if you're, you know, if you're carrying so much and oh. you, you then realize, no, you don't, you don't need to, you can't, it's not sustainable. Yeah. And that we, I mean, we as people like myself definitely included and like people I work with, we, we hold so much mm-hmm. and like sometimes consciously, like we hold on to things that we're not, we don't think we can let go of. Right. That like need to be definers or part of our story or yeah. even things we're still upset by or hurt by. But then there's like the whole litany of unknown things we're still holding mm-hmm. on to too. That like <laughs> <laughs> you're only kind of like, oh, wait. Yeah. Like I've been holding on to that. Like I had no idea. Right. Yeah, and there's so many like beautiful fables on that, right? The guys and the carrying the woman over the river, and she didn't say thank you. You're still carrying her, oh, you know. Yeah, that's is, a Zen story. Right? Thank you for bringing in You're a Zen welcome. story. <laughs> and you know, upon my reflection of my personal growth and unpacking some of those things, yeah. I feel that compartmentalization is. It, it's a it, it is um it's not bad it's not bad but it can get you bad right it's like it's not always time to unpack everything oh, yeah, yeah, but if not now then when right that Eckhart Tolle or it's that quote is you know yeah. is attributed to many different people yeah that reminds me of like a an LSD journey I had where because I'm like a I like to get into things like I'm a therapist and like, Oh, let me get it all out. Like, yeah, I've even heard you talk about like, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to heal all my ancestral healing yeah, in this no one problem. weekend. Yeah. I'm just going to do that. <laughs> casual, <laughs> casual. And I, uh, there was like a, a mole on the ground and it was on the surface. And I was just sitting with this mole and I was mm-hmm. looking at it like in the way of like psychedelics draw you into something. And mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh my God, I'm like, you don't belong here. Like you should be underground. And then I look over at my partner and I look back and the mole's gone and it goes back underground. And I'm like, oh, I was like so relieved to see it on the ground. And then I like was walking kind of back to the campsite and I was like, oh, it's okay to like let some things be underground. Mm. That like that's where they belong for a time. Yeah. And that like uh, maybe when they show up, you work with them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like you can compartmentalize, like not even compartmentalize, but like yeah. let things be in process. Right. And then like they come up and it sounds like combo is this facilitator of helping you see the things that are up right now. Correct. Yeah. And then I'm like it talking on a turn. I've never done this. So totally. I'm like, we're, we're about to do it in a little bit, but like I'm just <laughs> trying to glean a bit of like, you know, what this medicine provides yeah. on some level. Because you've studied nature and you've had other experiences and there's a common thread of, of here, here's a reflection. Yeah. Do you feel that sort of because you've worked with other medicines that uh, are good reflectors? Yeah. Like how how is calm? What type of reflector is combo? Like how does it? Um, and you know the tree medicine or the jungle medicine, whatever is part of it, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't know, but like how does it show you? Like what's it like? Because it feels like there's different 
ways of medicines or right. healing traditions, whatever you want to call it, like we'll show you your stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like all of them have their somewhat own unique process, you know, but at the same time and at the same time, rather every journey is still different than the previous one. Yeah, yeah, like you, you can't know? generalize, right? Totally. Because like each time it's going to be different. Yeah. And there's some sense of like, a, a, I mean, we say the word spirit, right? Maybe mm-hmm. for a reason there's like a spirit, like an imbued quality where you feel, even in the diversity of experiences, like you're still with, I imagine, combo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, so I can only, I can speak yeah, to my experience, course. right? Yeah. So for me, the diff- I've had, you know, an array of, types of experiences with the medicine the med you know um yeah maybe just share some yeah. of the ones that stand out to you and if that are kind of yeah feel available to be shared publicly totally totally um you know it's it's interesting I've had some that were completely gut-wrenching where I was literally floored like face down on the floor and wanting to be there because it was so hot and the floor was cool you know it's just like you were like seeking relief seeking relief you know and I was it was just like being a little bit shredded and wrung out and just you know anything anything like I'll put my face to the floor next to the toilet whatever you know like it wasn't at that point but uh you know and so there was one specifically at a, a training that I did that was that was that that it was uh, really 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 challenging. And how long are you like in that? I don't know. I mean, I don't know t- what time is like even when you're with the medicine, but like yeah. how long are you kind of in that floored state for? So you know, I think just with so many other kinds of journeys, there's can be a bit of a vortex, yeah. as can times in life covid right yeah, like i was at a gas station the other day and like time dissolved i was just waiting for the guy to come pump the gas and i'm like it felt like an eternity <laughs> totally <laughs> like totally. it's not just psychedelics it just no. time right <laughs> yeah and 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 combo not being a psychedelic but a challenging experience right yeah. so i've had some where it was you know and, and particularly I've, I've i've witnessed it more in clients where it was like wow that was 30 minutes that seemed like 30 seconds mm. and oh my god that was 10 minutes that seemed like an hour you know so it can work in all directions um for me one of the the experiences that is yeah so on that same training there was the experience that I was totally floored totally wrung out and then a couple days later I did another treatment where I felt like I was in a peaceful void of of just and 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 from other experiences that I've had um I was able to pull some some wisdom from those experiences of okay you're here like now what do you want to look at you know sometimes I feel like mm. medicines and experience in life is like look at this you know and you're like but I wanted to and it's look at this yeah like the demand quality of like mm-hmm. you are going to look at this yeah. or this will be very painful yeah. <laughs> if you look at it we can move on to other things yeah so resist you know resist intense blah 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 and and so uh I had a really intense one and then 
I had this entered this peaceful void. And so then I was like, okay, I'm here. I want to do this. You know, like, what do I want to look at? What do I want to work on? And so I was like, this relationship, this dynamic, this blah, 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 you know, and was just there. And, and, and so much to the point where my dear practitioner, uh, I was really just like, don't, don't even talk to me, you know, like I'm fine. You know, like I didn't want to have anything to do with anything else. Like I wanted to be in that, you know, it's like you're in the uh, the best dream. You know, you're you're in a dream that you're doing something. You're occupied. You're you're captivated. Um, so you know, it just it it expands beyond. And were you able to sort of work through? Because you just gave a long list of things. I there. gave a long list without n- really naming them. No, but like, <laughs> were you able to like in that sort of peaceful void uh, when you name the what you wanted attention or what you wanted to work through like did that did that happen for you yeah 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 it created some really like significant shifts yeah 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 it was special it was it, it was monumental in my personal life like and it sounds like there's like a real difference there between when something is confrontive like you have to deal with it Mm-hmm. versus like a, an ownership like you wanted to work through these things hmm. like you could have rested in the void yeah it was peaceful right it wasn't the sort of fearful void mm-hmm. the, the like annihilation void but like right. a, sounded like a womb like quality almost yeah and you chose to yeah to go I, in i knew how hard i had worked to get to that point yeah and i was like i'm not gonna waste this oh yeah yeah no. I knew that was a gift yeah. and really it's like, it's like you have this ball of clay and it's hard and mm-hmm. then suddenly it's been, it's been worked and worked and worked and all of a sudden you're in this pliable place mm. and you know that, you know that you, like I knew that I was pliable. I mm. knew my mind, my heart, my soul, it was like ready. It was mm. ready. Yeah. After that journey, how did your life change? I mean, that sounds like a almost a shift in attitude or relationship. Like, what did you notice, sort of, from? I say journey. I, I mean, sure. I don't mean like psychedelic. Just yeah, the, the treatment, yeah. mm-hmm. the journey of the treatment. Yeah, yeah, and that's good discernment because you know, combo isn't yeah. psychedelic. You no. know, but but humans are. You know, yeah, and like, everything well, uh, really is. But you know, yeah, there's like, not psychedelic constituents yeah, like, to healing it. Healing to like psychedelic is a healer and all healing yeah. is a journey yeah so like, wh- like when people say totally. journey to me it's like th- there's a category that's like it right. has all the other ones totally too. <laughs> yeah no and, and i think that i just really wanted to specify on that because so many people are like it was a journey and it's like well let's let's break that down yeah yeah but uh, th- and just this, understand this healing journey about. like this time-oriented healing journey that the the poison medicine not the psychedelic medicine but the right. poison medicine <laughs> um afforded this space and then it sounds like you shifted from there I'm just curious like after that what you noticed uh you know more ease and harmony I'd say harmony with dynamics that really I had spent a long time working on and so one of the things that I find combo has the capacity of doing is is helping remove blockages and often that's a physical thing you know I feel like it is a pressure washer Mm -hmm. or like a Brillo brush sometimes sometimes it's a soft buffer you know but but it can be deep on 
our cells, mm. you know, and um, not medically proven, of course, but I think that it can do that to our minds and hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, they're all yeah. they're all, an all integrated right. experience, right? Like yeah. the b- body is mind and it's heart. It's a fabric, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 So, w- w- like, one p- a part of me, like, my a bit of my rational mind, just when thinking about this, is like, okay, so it's like a hard, it, it activates sort of humility through the intensity of the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's humbling and kind of opens you to strength. And there's, like, a lot of things that do that. Like, um, and I imagine, like, a lot of poisons could do that. Like, if you take the right dose of a poison and right. just kind of, s- like, what about combos is it just like a poison that's challenging you or is there something more there when you engage it yourself? Like you, I know you can right. only really speak from yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and, and that's the, such a great wisdom, right? That, that, uh, what is, I can't remember it verbatim, but it's the poison or the leth- lethality that oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. is in the dosage. Yeah. I it's think that's an dosage. alchemical saying from totally. the like middle ages, right? Right. Like one, uh, yeah. So in the dosage, right? <laughs> so we've got that. And um, then the question was... Like, is it, is it just like sort of a poison that puts you to the floor and that's a healing experience to be put to the floor? Oh, or, right. And if it's something more, more than like that. More of a spirit there or more of a sort of quality of consciousness that the combo holds that meets you with? Totally. I personally identify as an animist. Yeah. 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 So I, I feel like life, I've got these plant friends all around. You know, I try to respect, uh, you know the physical items that are in my life. Cotton was a plant, wood, you know, like all these things. And so I I think that respecting those is out of respect of life itself. So I, in my experience, yeah, I think that there's something more to that. And that's something that I don't ever want to project, you know, like I empower everyone and want to meet everyone. To discover their their own. That's not your jam? Cool. Like, here's the list of the peptides, you know, like, here's the science behind it. Personally, because I've also had such emotional and personal experiences, you know, sure, it could be attributed back to it was very physical, but like, again, like, it sounds like you and I share that belief that it's it's all interwoven, it's a fabric. Um, so yeah, even when I was when I was deciding on doing my training, the second part of it, I went backpacking, and I went swimming in this lake and waterfall, and I came back to the shore, and there was one lone frog sitting on a rock that was looking at me. And and part of this journey, this trip, I was like, part of my personal work was I was like, I'm going to think about this training. Yeah, like and that was part of your intentionality in the backpacking trip was to like debate or con- consider what this means to you. Totally. And should you move forward or not? Mm-hmm. Sit with it and decide. And then I sat on the rock, so I kind of leapfrogged around it, so to speak. And, <laughs> and then the frog eventually turned itself around and was perched on this rock and was just staring at me for like 20 minutes. Mm. And, and I found humor in that because I was like, wow, could there be anything clearer? Could yeah. there be a clearer message? And I believe in divination and all that jazz. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you, you, you went to the forest and into nature <laughs> for a divined 
divine message, right? You were yeah. seeking one. Right. So. <laughs> D- divine defined. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And as you've kind of gone from someone that knew of Combo as a sort of indigenous healing um, experience that people can go through and then experience it yourself and kind of gain benefit from it what do you see changing for yourself as you become someone that facilitates these treatments for others like what do you notice about your relationship to combo as i imagine there's a different sort of seat you're holding now in relationship to the medicine yeah i mean so much of offering the treatment is is holding space yeah. You know, the experiences can be really intense for people. They might be gentle. You know, I, I trust in the wisdom of the medicine for each person for us to get exactly what we need. And so that might be you end up crying. That might be you are purging, you know, and the list goes on and on. Um, and so really it's it's holding witness for the client, for the person receiving combo to have that experience without me getting in the way. You know, yeah. like I'm there as as a facilitator, as a medium, like I'm I'm holding space. I'm not judging. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm witnessing and and keeping my heart open for you in all that you're going through. Yeah. Yeah. That you you know, because like we can be so we're we can be so self-conscious. We've been told you must look this way and do this. And I'm like, you know what? You might cry. You might poop your pants. Oh. Like, I'm not gonna ju- like your your hands. <laughs> I know. We'll just go there. Um yeah. you know, it's all okay. Yeah, you're gonna maybe shit yourself, you're gonna throw up. You're gonna throw up. You might freak out. You, you might, might out. like no longer be composed yeah. and together and like all that. Yeah, and I'm gonna stay grounded through yeah. that. Like yeah. I'm gonna stay anchored and I'm going to anchor that for you. Yeah, that it's okay to go through this. It's okay. Yeah. You're human. Humans yeah. are crazy. Life we, is weird. We shit ourselves sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, might happen. <laughs> Literally and metaphorically. Yeah. Hopefully more metaphorically, you know. <laughs> like when you're like in kidding. a meeting or something or you like missed up words yes. and feel ashamed. <laughs> you can like remember like, oh, I shat myself <laughs> last week while doing combo. <laughs> like this is nothing. I can ride out the shame way. <laughs> Don't trust the fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's holding space yeah and it sounds like in for holding space for you is like there is a deep trust in the process yeah that you trust this medicine to do its job Mm -hmm. and you have confidence that the reaction that someone's having and a lot of times it sounds like combo they're like not that great react like great in air quotes reactions that they're like of the intense at times painful variety yeah yeah we can judge it in that way yeah well it's not like some of the maybe other medicines right where there's bliss or like it's hard and blissful like yeah or oneness with the universe and all these things that can come like you're gonna be throwing up and right yeah (laughs) that might be all you get (laughs) 
Yeah. But it, but it's exactly that. It's trusting. It's trusting the medicine. It's trusting myself. Mm-hmm. It's stepping back and 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 again, really trusting. You know, um, I would also identify as a helper. Yeah. And so you, that's you something. You are a cancer, right? You are the. <laughs> The zodiac embodiment of helper. Yeah, I like to help, <laughs> you know. And so I get to learn how to help in a way that's not that's that's not getting in the way. Oh, it's teaching you how to help in a yeah, way. Yeah, how to how to become more sophisticated at that. I feel, you know, by stepping back. It's like yeah. I me me helping is by not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. And like for so many people that are helpers that get pulled in, right? They want to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, the best quotes that I uh, had a teacher say to me and our class in my yoga teacher training was let the struggle happen. Yeah. And that can be really hard because like, why are we doing that? Like, that's the question. Why, why are you doing that? Is it because you're uncomfortable? Is it, you know, and in my training my amazing teacher, Ginny, talks about, you know, the the interconnectedness of the victim, the persecutor, and is it and the helper, victim, helper, persecutor. Mm. And so those archetypes can be really helpful. Um, they've been really helpful in looking at that, right? So like why a scenario like why do I want to help that person they're in so much discomfort and it's like oh because like maybe I have that wound where I was hurting once and I didn't feel like anyone was helping me so I'm going to help this person I'm going to project and play out my drama in their drama and or I'll persecute somebody for not helping or you know it's just Mm. it can be a cycle so checking your agenda and removing yourself from that experience and treatment is really amazing. So it's really important for me as a practitioner to check myself. Yeah, like I could see on one level you're the persecutor because you like burn them, put some poison <laughs> in them, and they're having a really intense reaction. Mm-hmm. And then like the maybe the helper gets turned like, oh, I should do. And it's like, oh. right. Because and then maybe they're like, I'm a victim. Help me. Or like, fuck you. Like, like get out of my hair. Why did you do this to me? Or what's happening yeah. to me? Is this OK? Like, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I remember I was on like a, a therapeutic psilocybin journey. Mm-hmm. And like I kept I kept challenging the mushroom. I was like, is this helpful? <laughs> like, is this helpful? <laughs> and then they kept saying, uh, like, just fucking wait till the end <laughs> what i just i can't imagine right like someone looking to you like what is this normal is yeah. this right and you're trying to step back and like be grounded and centered and also yeah. say like stay with it that's exactly it that's exactly it is like because our nervous systems are contagious as well right and my responsibility is keeping my nervous system grounded you know it's like i i think about it sometimes as being like you're in the like there might be a storm but be in the eye of the storm you know like find your bearings and and breathe breathe people will breathe if you're breathing and that can be challenging and what a way to grow that's how we grow that's how we grow you know there's either um you know in my I've been studying clinical herbalism and we talk about uh 
you know, we've got our parasympathetic nervous system where we chill out, where we rest and restore. And then we have our sympathetic nervous system where we are challenged. And that's where new growth happens, neurogenesis, epigenetics, you know, that's where our minds can grow. However, if we don't have time to rest and restore and integrate, then that's not going to happen. You know, there needs to be a perfect balance between them. So we need to have that challenge and we need to know that we have that uh, as well as as well as nourishing ourselves or that will be of waste and burnout and etc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, sorry, there's like a, an emptiness that usually means there's a question I'm waiting for. Um, yeah, this sort of there's uh, there's something here for me around like putting ourselves through it like um you know i i was i was once on like a meditation retreat where they had a sweat lodge from a native american i don't know what the right words are these days but like first nation <laughs> i like first nation from canada but <laughs> um uh he led some sweats during this meditation retreat and we were like comparing the difference between sort of like this Buddhist approach to healing and um, being on the life journey and the Native American approach. And the guy kind of like looked at me. He wasn't looking at me because it's like a crowd. But like I heard him. He was like, we, we, we make ourselves suffer so that we suffer less in life. Hmm. And it, it just seems there seems something around that with the combo. And I'll, I'll maybe find that out for myself. But hmm. like choosing to put yourself in it and i don't know if this resonates for you if anything comes online as i say this um for your own self and like choosing choosing the challenge like choosing the face on the ground and like uh what that means for you like in your own life yeah i mean a couple of things it makes me think of one of the the fun things it makes me think of is Joseph Campbell yeah. and talking about the hero's journey. And, um, you know, he talks about that our calling is calling, you know, mm. and it starts off as a whisper. And when we don't listen, it becomes a sledgehammer. Oh, right. Yeah, and I feel yeah, like yeah. we've all probably had that oh. sledgehammer. And so it's, it's, it's that it's, it's, it is the hero's journey is is learning how to go through challenging things yeah uh, another friend of mine talked about he talked about the topic of rejection and he said that that rejection is uh, it's a rite of passage and that in our culture we have set up so many ways to not go through that so much comfort and um you know i feel like the way that we're set up today we're a little bit void of challenges that are really for our own good Mm. like what you were talking earlier about the nervous system and like when in the sympathetic state that's when the growth happens Mm -hmm. that's when the like that pathway is made Right. And then, I mean, it's a cycle. It's not just in part A or part B. It's in the cycle of it because then the integration part is like how it, how it happens. Yeah. Like people that are trapped in sympathetic responses have PTSD. Yeah. Like there, it's not good to just be in the state of challenge always. No, you can't go, 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 go. Yeah. You gotta gotta let it be integrated and brought in and 
work through the nervous mind system and allow for those new possibilities once you're restored yeah <laughs> yeah but and your friend was naming rejection and yeah and yeah. and fill in the blank you know yeah all those things and like do you see this as a way of challenging yeah 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 you know there's a, a really great story about a naturalist who was farming was growing some butterflies and so well pre-butterflies butterflies in the making and so they were in their their cocoon their chrysalis and he saw that they were it was time you know baby bird hatching out and uh he was like, well, I'm, I'm going to like help them. And he started to peel back their, their little cocoons. But because of that, the butterflies didn't survive. Yeah. That challenge of emerging from the, the, how do you say chrysalis? Chrysalis. From the chrysalis itself, like Mm -hmm. gives them the strength to be butterflies. Yeah. And that's theirs. I also think about that as like a little bit of like stealing like that's theirs yeah that's their journey it's theirs it's their suffering that's theirs they earned that that's their gift i i heard one woman coin you know this kind of thing is like a dark gift it's it's but it's a gift nonetheless like that's for each of us to go through uh and that's not mine to take that's not anyone's to take and and it can be tempting too because we are sympathetic beings and empathetic uh but we gotta we gotta learn those boundaries hmm. so you're just gonna like let me go through this <laughs> there you know and that's where i trust myself uh, yeah right <laughs> like it's like what well, does is he good he's good yeah, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm on, I'm on vigilant standby, but I'm not on, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to be on hyper vigilant, like hovering yeah. stand, you know, it's. Yeah. Like the, this line of availability and resonant care without interfering. Yeah. Yeah. Re- the, it, when you're talking, I keep being reminded of, uh, Frank Ostesky. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. He was part of um, the San Francisco Zen Center, which is like one of the first Zen centers in the West. Um, and he, it was like 80s, and then AIDS was really rampant in San Francisco. So he started doing a lot of hospice care. Mm-hmm. And he tells this story, and it's like one of the, my guiding kind of principles in what we're talking around, the helper and healing and stuff, that he was the first one called into a family's home where their young son had died. And their family was in the living room, like the mom and dad. And then he went into the boy's bedroom where the boy still was like in his bed dead um so he brought the family in and i I may not be remembering this correctly but this is how it's alive for me still he brought the Mm -hmm. family in and started them on washing the body you know and they didn't even want to be in the room with the boy and then they like unclothe them and start washing and the mom you know starts breaking down and has to like pull away to regulate you know she mm-hmm. can't stay with the face of death there of her son loss so his role he saw was like being with that and then when the timing was right to like put the washcloth back in her hand yeah and then that cycle emerged many times just through this one washing of like pulling away mm-hmm. it's too much releasing and then okay now let's mm-hmm. and then for me that's always sort of been this uh principle of like oh you're just we're just here to put the washcloth back in people's hands mm. yeah to acknowledge when it's too much and to help it be released and, mm. and <laughs> then okay now let's go back yeah that's so beautiful that's so beautiful and that 
I see that as as uh, like that's so courageous and so wise, and that like that's really caring. You know, uh, her healing journey was more than his reaction to her reaction. Yeah, 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 yeah. And one of my therapeutic models, we have this term asylum mentality. Mm-hmm. And like one of the, it's like sort of like how caretakers are police of mental health. Mm-hmm. But there's this notion there that like when you're with someone, are, are you trying to make them feel better? Yeah. So that you feel better. Right. Because you don't want to have to sit in what they're sitting in. Right. So like let me figure out a way to help you so I don't have to deal with you. Yeah. And that's like consider this notion of asylum. Like I'm going to change you for me. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's that agenda. I, I just watched this really cool uh, little video that this woman made and she's she works with grief. And it was the same thing. It was it was showing what is helpful and effective when helping with someone with grief and saying, hey, cheer up. Like, oh, but look on the bright side, you know, blah, blah, blah. Time like, heals it's all not wounds. Helpful, right. Yeah, yeah. And 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 like, God bless everybody. Right. Like, God bless their discomfort and um, and their you know, the sweetness of that, like there's, there's some sweetness in it. Sure. It's many things. Uh, a lot of it is discomfort and not knowing it's not knowing. And we all have to go through that, Mm -hmm. you know, like we've all been babies. Like we all have our unique path of development. And I think that is a really big one is, is sitting with someone, you know, is, is saying like, is, is being okay. Is, and like, that's, that's so big. Yeah. Is being okay, re- realizing that you're okay, and and being okay with somebody in that stage, like that's what I want, you know, like yeah, like I, whenever I've gone through difficult times in life, what's the best is someone to allow me to go through that and to hold space for me going through that experience exactly as so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a. It makes me think about like this notion i have because like as a therapist people often ask me like how do you do that like how do you be with people and all that and i'm like it's fine like you know it's not it's hard at times but it's never hard like i think people imagine like i never bother when someone cries or when they're going through it like there's a deep relaxation in my body that happens Mm -hmm. or like oh okay it's being worked through yeah it's when someone's not facing it that that's right harder, where i'm like oh man like this is this hurts me because this is like not that like i, I don't want to be hurt but like it just i can feel the of pulling away from the healing agent right and for me there's this piece that like all of life is tr- trying to heal us yeah like every moment, like from my own sort of view that like every moment of experience is trying to heal mm-hmm. or awaken or enliven or bring us into our truth, whatever you want to call it. But like, and that like, yeah, that just keeps coming up mm. as you're talking. I love that so much. And I, and like, that's, um, that's alchemy. Yeah. And I, and I agree with that as well, that it's, it's for us. And that's where, we can we can choose to see that we can choose yeah. that way and i think as we're like talking about helpers right there's a yeah. little bit of like what is it to be a skillful helper is like mm-hmm. i don't think you can be a helper unless like you're in service to life mm-hmm. as the healer yeah because then it's too big of a burden like i've got to help them right or like it's on me or like yeah 
It's like, no, no, no. Like, you're nothing. Yeah. Life is healing. <laughs> and, right. like, it's your job to bring people's washcloth back to life. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, yeah, we don't, we, we're, we're not, yeah, we don't need to be martyrs. Yeah. 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 Like, were you a martyr at points? Uh, maybe for, um, I don't know. Maybe for myself. Did you take sure. on more than felt like you needed to take yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely done that. Picked yeah. up more than what was mine yeah. out of wanting to make something harmonious. Like making the disharmony in others or a situation a part of you? And yeah. like sort of identifying with that as like something that's you now versus like over there. <laughs> totally, totally. I've heard, you know, so we obviously have heard of fight and flight yeah, yeah. and freeze. Mm -hmm. I've also been heard friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that. Sorry, I'm not going to go talk for a moment. So I think that that's such a thing that helpers particularly do, where it's like, oh, everybody relax, like, or, you know, like, I'll take that on because yeah. I don't want, you know, and like. I got that. I'll take that. No worries. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I practice this, like, archaic therapy model. Um, it's really archaic. It's kind of grotesque in a lot of ways, but there's some good in there. But they have <laughs> this one character type that's like a, the passive feminine character uh -huh. that when they're angry, yeah, they do something nice to the other person. Yeah, like that they're that's their way of like dealing with their anger is always being nice or yeah. their just frustration. It just makes me think of what you say, like friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the only like I'll be friend all these things, and maybe I need to like get rid of it or like tell it off or like right. do something else. But like totally, yeah, totally. I was talking with a friend um, a couple days ago, and you know we're talking about like I brought up. I brought up the rose, right? And so yeah. uh, the world's perception of the thorns. And he was like, I perceive that as, uh, you know, the masculine part and the rose being the feminine. And we have been in a place culturally where it's like, no thorns, thorns are bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't want like trigger warning, like, yeah. Like, not to go down I know, a rabbit hole, but know, like, I know. as an embodiment of this sort of self protective function that we shouldn't challenge ourselves. Yeah. And, and so, so to me, for me, and, and you know, it's like, you know, I, I think that there's, there's a responsibility to, um, know where your thorns are, you know, they're not for show and they're not for unnecessary protection. They're, they're, they're for unnecessary protection. And so I think it's like honoring them you know cleaning them tending to them mm. and being what do you see able your to thorns be being like when you're describing this metaphor oh not um, like you personally but like yeah. what does it mean for someone to have and know their thorns yeah i i think w anger even anger. oh yeah you yeah. know or or the our defense right i think i think um Right. So, so anger, a secondary emotion, right? So something caught, you know, in, in one, sure, we could look at well, it Well, I mean, way. a thorn is a secondary reaction, right? Like, sure. Like a thorn is protecting something that yeah. is like tender or yeah. not able to protect itself. Yeah, totally. So, so, and even, even our truth, our truth, um, you know, and so, so using that truth, you know, uh, not dethorning yourself, but being aware. And I think like being able to be agile 
with ourselves and our words and mindful. You know, I think about, it's funny, my mind often goes to, remember the movie Entrapment with Sean, Sean Connery and Katarina Zeta-Jones? Not really. Anyway, there's a part where there's um, a room full of lasers and... Oh, yeah. It was like one... I mean, they have that scene now. Yeah. The, like, it was the, totally. one of the first It was one of the first laser, ones. It was so cat cool. Blow some smoke. You can see the lasers. So it's like, <laughs> it's being able to know your... Like, to, to know. To yeah. know your environment to be aware to know your power I think that's a big part is knowing your power and your truth and learning how to wield that mm-hmm. yeah there's this sort of dialectic right of like I'm gonna get rid of all my thorns yeah. I'm just gonna be the white rose or the red rose I'm gonna be my um the offering I want to give and then there's this, what you're naming is like being aware of and working with and recognizing at times the value and the power of the thorn, yeah. but maybe knowing when to use it or not. Like when's it's coming from a self-centered sort of fear-based place and maybe when it's like situationally supportive. Yeah, totally. I had a, a teacher once say that a warrior is someone who is strong enough to fight and smart enough not to. Yeah. Yeah. I had like a humbling moment the other day. I was on the streets of Portland and some guy swung on me. Oh. Like he, he bu- shoulder bumped me like the way his guy shoulder bumped you. Yeah. And I just looked to like see who bumped me in the shoulder. And the moment we made eye contact, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have looked because he just came charging at me, like swinging and kicking. And he, like, he wasn't that big of a guy. And I was just about to go to work. And normally I would fight. Like I have, like I grew up where you fight. And I just like dodged it. Yeah. And I had like a little bit of uh, shame. I'm like, oh, I should have. Wait, should I have? Like, I don't know what the right thing to do is. Here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, there's no fight. It all ended. But like uh-huh. my ego was a little bruised that I didn't like assert my thorn. That I knew I could. Like I know that thorn. I know sure. how to use it. And then I was like. No, I didn't. I guess I don't use that thorn now when yeah. I don't need to. When you don't need to. Yeah. You know, and you used to think some part of you was like, yeah, you do need to. Yeah, yeah I always got to be tough or yeah. I, I always got to, you know, yeah. put someone in their place. Because he, yeah. he even, like, he was threatening a woman around me. And, mm. and then I was going to, like, step in there. I'm like, oh, she can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked away, you know. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> no, but it's been this real thing of, like, yeah. Uh, sorry, this is a bit of tangent, no, no. but like, uh, sometimes male energy is not needed. <laughs> like, there's a, there was a dude approaching my wife like late at night when we were like dropping keys off at an automobile place, and I was uh, just about to like run out there, right? And then I paused and I kept watching, and then he saw me watching him, and that was like enough where he like yeah. left. And I'm like, if I would have gone out, like, who knows where that night have gone? Yeah. Um, so I just appreciate you talking about the warrior. Like, yeah. It's good maybe not to always. Right. And and to me, it's like, I, I feel like there is, I have so much respect for uh, diffusing unnecessary, diffusing unnecessary violence and anger. You know, we can have our, um, our knee-jerk reactions, our triggers, and, um, you know, they're not to be shamed or put in a box to be never used right it's like the same thing with like wasn't there another story about like a snake or a scorpion who uh was told to not bite mm-hmm. and then 
the snake wasn't wasn't attacking anyone and it was getting beat up and whoever whatever being gave the advice of of not to bite said but i never said don't hiss <laughs> <laughs> you know so um it's finding it's knowing how to use our power. Yeah. It's knowing how to have our boundaries. It's being smart, how to read a situation and getting to the bottom of it. You know, you're talking about you're someone who likes to dig into it. There's, you know, I have three C's for my, like that I've come up from my healing journey and it's curiosity, courage, and compassion. Mm -hmm. So we have to have compassion for ourselves. So getting rid of judgment, we have to have the curiosity to go in there and then the courage to do the work, Yeah, you know? So curiosity and wonderment, you know, like I know the, the nonviolent communication guy talks about, about wonderment, you know, like we have to wonder. Mm. And I think that wonderment is, uh, such a rich, um, such a rich practice. And do you think there's a bit of a relationship to combo and like thorns and knowing your triggers and like knowing when to avoid situations that may bring them out or when to actually bring them out to hiss, you know, Yeah. like, oh, you're about to touch something that's going to really hurt me inside. So I'm going to hiss a little bit so we don't go there because that's going to end this dialogue. Like I, I have those moments sometimes maybe with like my stepdad where he's like, coming at me a bit and i'm like i'll get big because i'm like if we keep going i'm not going to talk to you for five days yeah yeah and but you like, can hiss but not bite right yeah and hopefully like oh let's yeah. just like slow this down a little yeah. bit so we can stay in relationship yeah yeah totally totally so it's like i feel like it's like a heat dial too you know i i um I'm not a huge car person, but someone once told me that it's like good to redline your car a little bit uh -huh. to burn off all that debris, yeah, yeah. you know? And so I think that's, it's, it's the same parallel with our nervous system. Like we gotta, we gotta be challenged. We gotta yeah. restore. Uh, so I think the same thing with those, with those things that we have to exercise, we, we turn up our heat a little bit from time to time, but make sure you're warm, yeah. you know, make sure like you're, you're able to, to um to respond like we want to respond before we react yeah. and there's an art in that yeah yeah so does combo does combo bring those things up absolutely you know and i think that again it's every person's going to have the journey that yeah. is meant for them you know like i've heard stories of people saying like i want to have this many points you know and and the practitioner you know tilting their head to the side like you know, is this safe, you know, discerning, like, is that the medicine you need? Do I need a blah, 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 yeah. you know? And is that like a, like my old Zen teacher would say merit badge. Like yeah. Oh, I got seven points. Look how like yeah. far along or whatever I am on totally, this journey. Totally. Totally. And so, you know, again, I trust, I trust the medicine. I trust myself and, uh, first and foremost is safety. Um, but yeah, and the, and the medicine will do its own, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, the medicine will, will, will do that own when honored and respected and, and we get, we get what we need. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I really love these themes of sort of what, what is like skillful helping? Or like, what what does it mean to be a helper that is maybe helping life to heal and not getting in the way as much? Um, and the thorns and like working with our thorns and yeah. how they can be of benefit at times, which I don't think we think about that often. Totally. But like our thorns are protecting 
certain things and maybe it's good yeah that they're protected yeah it's okay. They're at least not to be shamed. Yeah. Like who would who would have the nerve to say like, Rose, what's up with your, th-? you know? Yeah, like, yeah. like all the roses would only be better if they didn't have thorns. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just yeah. genetically engineer those out. Right, which is like so what we do. Well, I I'm think that's like, what we're doing as people, smarter. right? Like, let me get and rid nature. of all my triggers and all of my yeah past pain and all yeah. of this, and like I don't ever want to struggle again. Yeah exactly exactly but there's there's beauty in that so we if we can reframe how we perceive experiences by that reaction right like something goes wrong oh that's terrible and it it doesn't it's not that way okay i've got one more fable which you probably know that uh, alan watts talks about it he recites it about anti-alan watts well it's not i'm ashamed of it alan watts is great you you know i'm not here he never he he quit uh, he quit meditating pretty early on So we could we could have you we could get into you with your reaction with that, but we'll yeah, we'll, we'll on it for a while. Okay, I trust you. I'm just um, poking you out of fun. Yeah. Well, it's not with you know. This Alan Watts. Yeah, he, t- he you know at the same time though, dude. Like he offers a lot for a lot of people, which is oh, really no, cool. He just talked and gave so much at a time when there wasn't a lot. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, so there's a story of uh, a man who, who had a family they lived i think it's like a chinese story and he he finds he um somehow gains these wild horses and his neighbors say oh how how great and he says maybe maybe not we'll see you know and then the next day the son is riding one of the horses and falls off and and breaks his leg and the neighbors say oh like how bad and he says maybe the next day the military is going door to door kind of taking young men to join the military but they couldn't take the son because of his broken leg oh how good they say you know and so on and so forth forth and for me I mean the 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 things that have been really challenging and really hard in my life um I have uh been able to grow from in the biggest ways and that's such a privilege that's such a privilege like and it's again it's that initiation it's that rite of passage and if um and so that's where you know like how am I contributing to the drama of this like like oh I missed the red light oh I blah 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 you know it's like that's so much um in my opinion that can be so much energy that is unnecessary. I think it can be a waste of energy when we react so much. Yeah. And things often, again, like you're saying, you you said, I feel like everything happens in some way to lead us to healing. And I feel like, um, yeah, the more we can shift our perception and accept and dance with it as opposed to mm-hmm. uh, point fingers and vilify Why and is this victimize to ourselves from it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like, and, and shitty things happen. Like I feel for, uh, you know, like that's not to say that and it, you know, but anyway. Well, no, and that's always such a, a challenge, right? Is, <sighs> yeah. um, like I've been through things in my life and, uh, I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn back the clock and yeah. not have gone through them, Yeah. but I would never want anyone else to go through right. them. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see these things happen to others, but within my own bubble, right? And I can only speak to my bubble. Like, 
there seems like a real wisdom that through the things that I've been through. And I don't know if that's this attitude of choosing to take it on and make it the, the sort of the growth mechanism or if it's like, I think it's more than that. Mm-hmm. I think there actually is an intelligence that is at play. Totally. And for me, like that's like, I, I maybe some people call it like a coping mechanism. That's how I cope. Yeah. But like, I really think that, you know, this life is too complex to understand and it seems to be way more intelligent than me. Yeah. So I'm not going to judge too much. Yeah. But, but I really love Amen. this like reframing of struggle is what I hear you saying. Mm-hmm. That like struggle is necessary like to the nervous system. It's necessary to our growth. But then like how do we beautifully or like uh harmoniously i'm thinking of dancing what are the adjectives of dancing how do we (laughs) dance fully be with our struggle so that it can be this thing that enhances and offers our life and not just this thing we want to get rid of totally and we add so much struggle to our struggle like what you're naming right with the red lights and the reactivity upon reactivity yeah so yeah i think we breathe and and we become aware yeah. Like it, it's just that, you know, it's if you're doing if you're dancing, if you're doing a sport, how are you doing that? Because you're aware of what your right hand is doing, your left hand, your spine, your breath, everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The same is with our lives. Like what am I thinking about? How am I holding myself? And that's where that's where the nuggets that are alchemy live. That's where they live. It's it's what is that? What is that? What is that energetic slouch? What is that physical slouch? Why why? What is that? You know, and not in like a shameful way, but out of again back to that curiosity, yeah. compassion, and courage. What is that? What is how can how can I alchemize that? How can I um, how can I care for that? I love uh, Ram Das. Uh, so much of what he says and he talks about his his dark thoughts and he says what do I do when I have my dark thoughts what do I do and and he says you love them and that really hit me once when I was just ruminating I was in this Mm. cycle ruminating and I was and you know it's we're just you know the whole hashtag good vibes only like fuck that fuck that you know it's like yeah good vibes and like like where's the healing and good yeah. vibes only that's that's fair weather friendship that's drug bullshit. addiction yeah that's an addiction an to addiction. like a singular state and like mm-hmm. whether you maintain it through yoga and your f- this and that and cutting out all the toxic people in your life and all the ways yeah. like that's cheer up look at the bright side it's yeah. like no i'm in fucking grief let me let me let yeah. me have my process L- let me find the beauty in the grief yeah yeah, it is. It is beautiful. Yeah, and th- and that's how we go through it is being okay with it, embracing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and it seems maybe combo and these other th- practices and medicines that people take on disciplines, like teach us how to suffer. Yeah, they show us how we add suffering. Yeah, I imagine that like that happens in the combo. Like the you can see what you're doing on top of the throwing up and the heart rate and the heat and everything else to like make it even worse (laughs) not worse but you know what i mean like make it harder totally like it's a hard experience but does it need to be the hardest yeah like how can we relax like into the hard 
Right. And just like be with the degree of struggle that is here. Right. And let it be this growth mechanism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Accept the pain body. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, love it, right? Love the pain body. Yeah, like my, yeah. my, my pain body teaches me how to love. Right. Because I don't want to love it. Yeah. I like, I want to get rid of it. Yeah. And then like, oh, wait, no, like you're saying, right? Like, yeah. Compassion, curiosity, courage. Yeah. Yeah. Befriend it. Yeah. We'll learn how. Learn how. And then you don't even need to try to. Yeah. Because then it falls away, right? Like you're. Yeah, exactly. That's when the magic happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as soon as that actually resonates is like when that clicks yeah like when you don't need to try to love it you are loving it yeah and then there's not a problem because there's love and if there's love there's (laughs) not a problem (laughs) (laughs) voila thanks for listening she's truly delightful right if you want to connect with Carrie you can ke- check her out at her website. Oh, God, I got to pull it up on my phone right now. At CarriePaydenYoga.com. She'll be in the show notes. And if you're looking for a combo practitioner, you should look up Combo International. They have a lot of practitioners, hopefully someone in your region, that might facilitate this healing treatment for you. just want to thank you for listening. I hope this was of some benefit for you. And yeah, please enjoy.